Well, it's like one of the things, like, I was talking to my son when he was growing up. I was like, any dumb thing you want to do, look it up first on the internet. Yeah, someone else has done it. Yes, yeah. And then I'm like, then you can live it vicariously and don't fucking do it. (laughs) See, I was going, and then get a better video angle. Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. Jeff, yeah, there, thank you very much, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff does not have a microphone for this podcast because all of our microphones are full of athletes. We've got some, uh, some of the guys from the Tacoma Gaelic Athletic Co-op. Uh, let's just go down the line and get, uh, get an introduction from each of them. Uh, we'll start from the left. All right. Uh, hey, my name's Sean. Hey, Sean. Kevin. Alex. Alex. And John. Alex, go ahead. You'll get a bit closer to that one there, and we'll be fine there. We should have made them tell their, like, positions, <gasps> even though we don't know we if don't they're even know what that positions. Means oh, we can go okay, back. Okay, let's start this over. Start it, to go, start it over it again. again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still Sean, uh, <laughs> and I play uh, full forward. Okay. Yep. Kevin, and I am the goalkeeper. Uh, Alex, and I am the coach. Uh, I, John, <laughs> and I am the center forward. Excellent. So this is for a game. This is for hurling, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, when we, Scott and I, we were at the McKinley Street Fair a couple of weeks ago, and we had, we were just kind of wandering around. We were going to pass out stickers. Uh, we did. Yeah. From the, point. Yep. Our, I got some. Yeah. We gave you guys some, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, and those were the Awesome Grit City Podcast stickers, the logos designed by the Shroom Brothers and done by DieCutStickers.com. Oh, you're doing it for the camera. I did. Okay. I thought you were just like, why <laughs> well, are you doing this? I did this? them too. But oh, okay. I'm just I mean, I didn't get one, so I appreciate it. Oh, well, oh we'll, I got, I got have one before you leave, sir. <laughs> I had we'll get you a ones, lot so. of them. Um, and so we were just wandering around there, uh, handing those out, and we saw a bunch of full bearded men <laughs> under a tent wearing what looked to be either soccer or rugby uniforms and carrying what I could only imagine would be wooden axes. That's exactly how I described them. A giant wooden axe. And these things are fantastic. So we walked up to him and was like, we need to talk to you guys. And so we were discussing the sport of hurling. And you're like, you guys want to know about hurling? We're like, yes. And then Scott was wearing his Grit City podcast shirt. I was. And was it who? So it was. So John actually was like, hey, is that podcast still going? And we're like, yes, it is us. It is (laughs) us, the podcast. And you guys were like, hey, you you want to talk about hurling on the podcast? And I was like. Absolutely. Can you record tomorrow? And everyone's like, yes. And I was like, perfect. It was just like going out to the street fair. Yeah, it worked. And meeting up with you guys and knowing nothing about the sport. We sat and talked for a little while, and it was kind of fun to, that, to talk about that. But we need to let everyone know, first off, what is hurling? And it's the big question here. But uh, Well, uh, first... It's not the ice thing with the big weight thing. No, 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 no. That's, that's curling. Right. That's curling. So definitely it's not that. Yeah. And hurling is generally what you do after you go drinking too much. But that, again, that is not this sport. It's still not that one. <laughs> that's usually yeah. the two they start with first yeah. before yeah. we get yeah. into it. <laughs> so, so where does hurling come from? So hurling is an Irish sport that uh, predates written record in Ireland. Uh, really? It features prominently in some of their mythology. Wow. Um, and... Is a field sport that's played on a, a grass field that's about 50% larger than a soccer field. And wow. uh, over there, there's 15 players, uh, each team on the field. And over here, it's 13 because we typically actually have a hard time finding fields large enough. Uh, I, I guess that kind of makes sense, that, that sort of thing. Because like probably that. everybody does football fields, right? Or soccer. Right. Yeah. Or soccer yeah. fields, yeah. yeah. So it can be a little bit of a challenge. But. And so predates written history. Mm-hmm. I, so is that just where, like, I, I would have to imagine then at that point, the, the paddle that is used, and I know I'm not using the correct term at this point at all, uh, is, is, hasn't changed much from then, right? 
Interestingly, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, it has a lot. Really? Uh, and surprisingly, a decent amount in I'd say probably the last thirty years or so. Really? Um, yeah. So initially, it was way more of a ground game, um, more closer to like hockey or yeah. field hockey or so on grass, uh, where uh, people would strike the ball on the ground very regularly. Um, as, but especially in the past. 30 years or so, people have started transitioning and adapting within the rules of play, um, and the style of play has changed a bit over time, which has actually led to kind of a redevelopment of the stick design. Oh, so wow. Before, it was actually cut here a little bit more, so it actually appeared more like a hockey stick, mm-hmm. and in addition mm-hmm. to that, the sticks were usually much longer. And even today, we're kind of going through a transition period where most of the people think, oh man, I must need like a 50-some-odd-inch stick, right? Because a bigger stick is just better for everything. <laughs> but it's yes. just way harder to handle, right? <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah, so you need you need mobility because right. you're still running your asses off on these fields. Right. Well, and we should actually describe that, right? Because okay. I don't think we've described the, the sport very well, right? Like, if people don't know what we're talking about, right? Like someone should probably explain it. It's kind of like, yeah, you got yeah, that. Yeah, okay, so uh, so I always describe it as if you think of lacrosse, then you're starting out in a good way. Uh, nice. The ball, otherwise known as a slitter, uh, if it's on the ground, you need to use the stick to scoop it into your hand. And what, when, could you describe the ball for people? It's basically a slightly smaller baseball where the stitching is actually a little more external from the ball. Yeah, it's not soft. No, like, it's, so it's, I couldn't imagine it. Yeah, it's flying yeah, around. It's, it's right. about as hard as a baseball. We just don't have the mitt to catch it, so it's a little tougher too. Yeah, so what? It just bounces off your body then at that point? Uh, on occasion. Out of it. I, mean, yeah. I love that they all just nodded. Yeah. That was a mess. They're like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. When, yeah. when you've played as long as, you know, the three of us and coached as long as Alex has, you, you've got plenty of stories of, oh, this happened with this and the ball hit this, and yeah. Um, <laughs> but when the, uh, when the ball's in your hand, that's where the, the fun begins. You've got four steps, and then you've got a series of different things you can do. You can pass to your teammates. Um, you can hit it with your stick trying to score. Uh, one of the more fun things is to balance the ball on the stick, otherwise known as soloing. And when you do that, you can run forever. Uh, oh, really? Unlimited <laughs> sticks. So, yeah, or unlimited steps, excuse me. So, yeah. Um, and then after that, that's basically it. Uh, in order to score, think of a soccer goal with a goalie in front of it with field goal uprights uh, above it. If it goes over the bar, that's one point. If it goes past the goalie into the net, it's three points. So it kind of mixes a little bit of like Aussie rules as well because they have the, right. the towers where sure. you would try to score in between those, but you also have the goal as well, which you're looking more, you want to score that as well, but if you just mm-hmm. need a point to even get right. going a little right. bit, you want to be able to get it going and you can do that fairly quickly. And it's impossible to defend against a point, right? Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. 80 yeah. yards out and it's mm-hmm. going a couple hundred feet in the air, what's yeah. someone going to do? <laughs> yeah. And then also, too, you can get more steps. So you have two possessions in the hand of your four steps, right? So off the hurl, back into your hand, that'll get you another four. And the, then ah. the, real, sorry, I didn't interrupt, but the hurl is, is the stick you're holding. Hurly technically is okay. the technical Hurley. term, but for whatever reason, I prefer to say hurl. I don't know why. You like hear it, you hear it like all it. the different ways. I don't it's cool. Hurl, I'm yeah. with you, dude. I mean, we'll call it twig. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Twig is also pretty great. And then if you're um, skilled or have a good surface, you can actually dribble it off the ground. Anytime it touches mm-hmm. the ground or anything like that, it will result in a um, oh, reset of possession. Wow. Oh, wow. So you can dribble it and run? Yeah, if, yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're really good because everyone's like, oh, shit. Well, well that's the thing I'm thinking of. It's like, I was like, mm-hmm. you technically can do that. but yeah, It's like, possible. Yeah. yeah. How, like, how often is it, is it able? Like, it seems like you've got to have an amazing amount of control and hand-eye coordination to do that because you're running on this field. There are other people generally, what, between like 12 and 14 other people depending on how you're playing it, right. on your team. So it means even though it's a large field, there's still a bunch of people there. It doesn't seem like this is necessarily going to be an easy thing to dribble or just uh, mm-hmm. balance it on your hurl as you're going along well, with and the it. opposing team doesn't have to let you. And this is, this is, I would imagine this is, uh, is it full contact? or It like, is all uh, or primarily shoulder-to-shoulder contact. Okay, uh, that's kind of unavoidable in most sports, so right, right, and there's there's a lot of uh, area for incidental contact as okay. well, um, right, but no so tackling like, or tripping. No, yeah, you can't hit each other yeah. with the stick or well, nothing. Right, because right. I noticed um, people do wear helmets. Yeah, they became yes. compulsory in 2010. It makes yeah. sense. Like you got yeah. giant mm-hmm. wooden yeah. sticks you're swinging around, so. and, <laughs> and there's been a lot of incidental contact. Oh, where it's like, yeah. oh I mean, wow, the they... thing that you have to keep in mind is that no one wants to hit someone with a stick, really. Because everyone else has one, and you know, it's just not a smart play. But just accidental. Yeah, of like, course. Man, you yeah. catch one of those in the lip, and it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Actually, uh, it, during our last indoor season, uh, John, collateral damage style, actually kind of got he- Kevin right across the side of the head. Oh, yeah. no. 
We do have yeah. a gif of it. It's pretty rad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a moment where Kevin's just like, ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that definitely. You heard was, that one. Uh, <laughs> I was coming through someone else. Uh, like We were challenging each other for the ball, and then Kevin was coming in to support his teammate. Uh, and I kind of tried to go around the person and kind of brought the stick up around. Yeah, he said, fuck you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cracked we know right what happened. He was, he was pissed off at you for something, wasn't Wait, he? Wait, was it Wait, cool, was on the same team or the opposite team? I can't opposite remember. Team. Opposite yeah. team. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, same team? This got really serious yeah. at that point. Jesus. Yeah. So the thing that I think that is... Uh, that at least drew me to the game and is worth talking about is I consider the description part of how it's different from other sports. So I I consider a lot of other sports permissive in that they tell you a laundry list of things that you're allowed to do and the way in which you're allowed to do them. Exactly. You know, you talk about the fair catch rule in football. Apparently that's several pages of the rule book. You know, (laughs) did I catch the ball? So in hurling, it's actually different. And there's about a half dozen things that are restrictive. You cannot do this. You cannot do that and everything else after that is fair game it's up to your creativity and what you and your teammates can put together in terms of a game plan or you know skill and stuff like that. so what are what are the 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 set rules then at that point along just like the basic uh like you can't you know you said the four-step rule sure so that's one of those rules that is in stone is always part of that but again the creativity of working around that with the dribbling and such mm-hmm. what are some of the other rules that are the set in stone rules the biggest one is to never chop like that gets oh, yeah. called almost immediately yeah. just okay. out of a sheer safety thing they actually make gloves um that just cover the top part of your hand to prevent if there's some incidental wow. contact so, yeah. so chopping you're saying like uh, with this like downward a, like an yeah. ass, yeah. like yeah. a downward swing right. yeah like if i see john ready mm-hmm. to swing and i chop down like that like we teach our players more of a hook or stretch out and poke kind of yeah. thing okay. to disrupt so the thing about the game is it, the ball is always in play there's no timeouts uh you know occasionally there will be a referee stoppage for you know an injury or something like that but the clock is always running and a ball is always in play unless it goes out of bounds so um you know if john is attempting to acquire the ball it's fair game until it's in his hand. Yep. So I can I can snatch it out of the air. I can swipe at it with my stick. You know. So you have to be careful. You have to defend yourself pretty much at yeah. all times. But really, to speak to that, the only only kinds of injuries that you might see is very very new people who are trying to play aggressively and not within the bounds of the skills they've yet acquired. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, but to touch on on some of the more important rules, you can't pick the ball up directly from the ground. So if it's in contact with the turf, you have to get something else, uh, either under it, lift it up, you can kick it, um, to get it into your hand before you can you, you can do anything. And you see, I've seen a little bit when you were showing you showing videos of some of the the higher league plays mm-hmm. where it was essentially just scooping it up with uh, with mm-hmm. the hurl, and yep. they were yeah. able to do that, and yeah. that's a way to get it going. That's for sure. the primary way you do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's sharpened on the end. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, we actually specifically for that. I'm going to go with. I don't bev- want to say beveled. sharpened. Yeah, beveled, beveled is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've sharpened. Them. They took him down to Vulcan down at Grail Square. Put a little age, edge on him. Listen, if I walked around with that in public and I was just swinging at people, like people would get mad, right? You've got your cane. You've got your cane. You don't need that. I do, I do have a cane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he broke his It's knee. actually pretty interesting in that regard with the stick, right? So, like, if you actually would almost split it in half, you get kind of like a two purpose tool, right? So, like, this side is kind of the lifting side. It's a little bit thinner. If you yeah. strike the ball on this side, it's going to kind of die. It's yeah. not really a great strike. Down on this thicker portion, you get kind of like the sweet spot in here. And oh, if you yeah. make good contact, it drives. It is thicker on that side, like um, mm-hmm. almost like a golf club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you can play the ball on the ground, and so that's that's where that's that Can you do. just like straight up do like a golf swing and yep. just send it down? Mm-hmm. And that would be all right. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, when the ball goes out on a sideline, um, the opposing <laughs> team, they get to do what's called a sideline cut. Um, which is where you actually end up swinging at it with that thicker part and mm-hmm. keep it flat to try to get under the ball to provide some lift with it. Oh, wow. Sean actually pointed one not that long ago. He yeah. actually it came was pretty rad. under it and right over yeah. right over the bar. It's pretty rad. That I is think tight. He felt pretty good. I've been working on it for a while. But if you, <laughs> you look at the Irish players, they do it like it's nothing. So the fact that I got it, I, I didn't even know how to celebrate. I was just like, yes, I finally did this. It's been a year. <laughs> yeah, we had some people in the in the audience and like, should, should we clap? Was that good? And we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, clap, please. Was, that was yeah, good. Clap, please, clap, please, please do. Please do <laughs> um, people can find out more information about what you're doing at TacomaHounds.com? Mm-hmm. Uh, when did the organization start up? 2018. Okay, so it's fairly new on that new. term. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yes. 
Uh, was the McKinley Street Fair one of the like one of the first things you've been able to do or hang out with, or like have you been able to do some of this community like uh, fair stuff or get out get the word out that sort I of think way? That's been our first like booth style event like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we definitely have some social media stuff, um, right? So. Yeah, I mean, we reached out to the McKinley Street Fair. It was it was actually Sean's idea, and like, this is an amazing thing. There's a lot of people there. We should go down. We should, you know. And I, I wanted to find out first, like, are we a fit? And so I sent them a message, and they're like, absolutely, get your asses down. Are we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and well, it's like one of the things uh, I think in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have some uh, rugby players on because it's like cool. one of those fun things. It's it's a sport that is is getting a little bit of uh, getting a little bit of attraction, mm-hmm. but at the same point, like what you guys are doing, it's that alternative sports that are still um, it, it, it brings out something from like uh, like just the, I guess the Irish community sort of thing like that, some of the history in with that, and being able to go off and. Be, to show off some pride in those sort of terms and like this old mm. sport. I mean, you guys actually at the McKinley Street Fair had somebody show off their pride uh, with a tattoo. <laughs> Apparently, they just started to disrobe right in front of you to show it off. It was very fast. <laughs> yeah, there's some buckle action, and we're like, okay, it's happening. He's Brad, a seasoned veteran at that move. Oh, yeah. He's done it before. So yeah, it seems like, like it. showed off no his like, Irish tattoo or something like that. You're like, hey, look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Just that guy waiting for the excuse. Yeah. He's like, oh, no. Have Check out my this? tattoo. Have you seen my tattoo? <laughs> he went there on a mission. He was ready. Well, and the lady he was with was certainly not holding him back. That's no, true. Good oh, point. She yeah. was in for it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were there any other rules that are, like, going back to the rules, I guess, kind of all over the place? but. Uh, uh, that are the dead set sort of like rules. You, you, well, can't, you can't grab them. Yeah. You have to walk uh, or you only have the four steps. What are mm-hmm. the, the base ones that people have to actually make sure and adhere to? Can't, like rugby. They can't they, throw the ball. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So At it's all. either hitting it or you're launching it whichever way you can. There's a version of, of letting go uh, from your hand. It's called a hand pass. You just like release contact, have some air between your hand and the ball and you can kind of slap it away. Ah, so it's okay. oh, super useful. Shady, it's like though, right? your dick ditch pass right mm-hmm. yeah. like when you're in a tightly congested area and you've got to get it to a teammate you don't really have the room to like f- take a full swing uh that's when like the hand pass comes in most uh clutch yeah it's yeah. gonna be a definitive striking motion when we uh introduced you uh we first introduced your names then we introduced your positions uh let's go a little bit more into the positions now goal with kevin uh i have to imagine that's pretty straightforward you're standing in front of the goal mm-hmm. uh first question that comes to mind for me is how terrifying is it when something is just being winged at you when 15 guys with um sharpened axes wooden axes come at you throwing balls <laughs> yeah how uh, often do you go oh shit uh not not often actually really? nice. yeah um so i got this fuck I, you guys i, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's apparently something that's a little uh screw loose with people who are willing to be goalkeepers of any variety it reminds uh, me a lot of uh, johnny knoxville and his very first thing where it's like I want you to shoot me with this gun, and I'll wear this bulletproof vest. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's not a gun, but yeah. it, you likened it when we were talking to like paintballs coming at you. Oh, at least, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Than a paintball. Like, yeah, what's up, bro? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think what I really like about it is the, the opportunity I like to, to coordinate cry a little. <laughs> 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 to coordinate the defensive action. Uh, you know, in terms of being able to see a lot of what's going on in the field. And, and at least dictate what happens in, in the back end. Um, and I think some part of it is it can't hurt that bad. Right. If you've ever been yeah. actually hurt, it can't hurt that bad. You know, it, and it's a little disingenuous. I've had fingers folded over backwards. Ah. I've had, you know, I got hit in the neck with a ball before. Yeah. You know, it, like but, in the front or the side? In the front. God yeah. damn. Like Do you have like a, yeah, like a protector? Nah. No, I want to oh, hear about Jesus. this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Dude, how, how bad was it? Like, could you not breathe? Were you like, <gasps> uh, okay, yeah, so I'll tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Please do, because I love it. So uh, we were playing San Diego, in San Diego, uh, at a sevens tournament, and uh, we were crushing it, right, boys? Yeah. Uh, so, that is for sure true. Yeah. Um, I guess I do kind of have a, a, a knack for seeing how things are going to develop. And so the team we were playing was actually making a really good concerted push. You know, we had, they had their, their forwards coming up. They had a lot of, of movement and opportunity and, and things to happen like that. So we had one, uh, one shot come in that got blocked. Uh, another little scrappy thing where I'm trying to fight for it and clear it out to the side. So it's at least not in front for, for yeah. an easy like blooper or something like that. And that clearance kind of 
sucked. <laughs> and uh, it goes a little, maybe two feet out to the side. And I could see one of their players running onto it. And in my head instantly, I'm like, that guy is going to ground strikes, like leave it on the ground and try and come through on it. And he had enough angle that it would have been in 100%. I didn't, I think, I'm not even sure I had my stick at the time. Uh, probably got lost in the tussle. But I knew the only way that I was going to stop it was to lay down in front of it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I just, I just jumped in front of it. He belted me in the neck. And, and like, the thing, the, uh, uh, I got to take this one in the neck, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, they score. Well, so, uh, right. you know, <laughs> we get the ball out, we clear it. You know, our, my defensive, you know, guys do their job. It gets down the way. And the, the guy that hit me was still like, Oh my God! Are you okay? And like, no! like, Get the fuck out of here! You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, like playoff hockey. Yeah, like it does yeah. not stop. Yeah, I'm yeah. like we're in the middle of a yeah. goddamn game, and you're distracting. Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> like as yeah. soon as I can talk again, dude, I mean, it hurt like shit. Call, call, it. <laughs> call it adrenaline. Call it competitiveness. Whatever. Yeah, yeah like you yeah, really there to win. don't really feel that stuff yeah. until once you're done, and then yeah. you do feel it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I would yeah. imagine. I'd imagine maybe you're drinking uh, some uh, throat coat tea or lots of honey or something <laughs> yeah. at that point. No, I mean the win was worth it. That <laughs> takes a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you talk about needing to get in front of it, we didn't. We were winning by fifty. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't really need to get in front. But yeah, it's the but mentality of it. So nothing gets through. So as a goalie, do you wear anything special? I or, do. Okay. I do occasionally wear a cup. That's it. Just yeah, you only need. wear a cup. Yeah, you only need one Seriously? of those. How yeah. do you not wear a cup every game? He looks at the other team and then says, "Yeah." What kind of decision making skills are those? <laughs> like, really? The same one that you... gets him in the net. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it actually, that's true. Because the other thing that happens back there is I don't have to run a lot. So, like, if my stuff is way over there, I don't need it this game. <laughs> that's such a goalie answer. That's yeah, great. right. <laughs> So, Sean, I totally forgot what your position was already. So, so whereas Kevin's in the goal, I'm full forward, so I'm the furthest from the goal. Okay. So that speaks a lot about my decision process compared <laughs> to this guy. So, so you're, looking, you're looking for the glory. You're looking to score the goals. Uh, yeah, exactly. As so, you're shooting. <laughs> Sean is definitely one of our glory people. So, so, you know, the first priority is if any of our players tried for a point and it's short, yep. then I'm yep. there to try to clean it up or get those trash goals, as we call them. You okay. know, things like yeah. that. Um, we've, we kind of do things a little differently. There's usually yep. two full forwards. We've switched it. So I'm the only one. So oh, therefore okay. I then have just one person and a goalie I need to beat. Um, I've played a lot of different sports in my time. So I've got a lot of weird experiences that I've able to use. And really? for some weird reason, it's created this combination that some players I've been matched up against haven't encountered before so how, how long have you been playing this sport and kevin how long have you been playing uh this will be my fifth year okay cool yeah. uh, sean how long have you been playing this is going to be your number eight this wow. next season yeah okay yeah. wow and so when you're up there and uh I, I i guess the biggest thing for you is like as opposed to the goalie you're doing a lot more running i would assume not nearly as much as a few of the other positions but okay. definitely um you know, I try to kind of like how Kevin said, he sees, you know, it from the end. I can see where a play starting to develop. And I know that if I carry my defender to a different spot on the field, it now opens up a lane for, say, John or one of our other players ah, okay. to go. So, so it, you're able to see the potential in scoring and offense. Yeah. Whereas Kevin's more looking on the defensive end on that. Exactly. Part, so, of, the, oh, oh. Sorry, part of that's like how far and fast the ball can move. So mm -hmm. you have to have a bit more spread out vision. Right. So, I yeah. mean, like it may almost be. Like I guess a decent comparable analogy, but like some could be like basketball or hockey movement, yeah. but spread way out. So okay. you've got to have the vision over the course of the field and across the different like lines on the field or so to know when and where to move. And so, and since the the fields are so big, That's is gross. it yeah. is it a, how, like how are you communicating? Is it a lot of like yelling, yelling. noises? Okay, or <laughs> just like holding yelling. up the stick and hoping yeah, somebody you notices? Really, you really can't take it personally, right? Because like. Yeah. Everyone either gets <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone is either so far apart or so absorbed in fighting for the ball that the only way to get their attention is to basically yell at them as loud as you can. Yeah. All right, that's uh, kind of you need a lot sense. less of that, I think, as as you develop a sure, yeah. rapport as right, a right. team. That's yeah. the big thing, right? It's forming the team, and then I know in a certain scenario that Sean's going to do this, and you know, so that's the mm -hmm. yeah, so, may, yeah. Oh, sorry. oh no, no, you go for, ahead. for um, positions. Do you? Um, 
do do you have positions like like yours? Do you mainly stay on the opposite end of the field then, or or oh, oh sorry, or do you run? <laughs> sorry, no no headphones. So you do or do you run back and forth? So it it depends on uh, how many we're going with on the field. At but but you time, do so. have that way. Like so, some positions kind of stay in one one side. Yeah, okay. and like. We're yeah. very flexible, I'd say, though. We do have a lot of switching involved. There's a certain kind of way that we've decided to call those switches. And I think tactically that makes a lot of sense, right? Because if you have the ball and it's impossible, as far as I'm aware, for humans to read minds, <laughs> then you have the responsibility to call the switch. And the person that you're switching with has a responsibility to cover your position. And if that doesn't happen, then I have a pretty big problem that I need to address. <laughs> well, and he and Alex really caters it to the players that we have and the players that we get is, you know, it isn't a one size fits all. Right. Like, the players that we have on the field have allowed us to do certain things. And if they're not at a tournament or we, we had one of our players, he, he moved across the country. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, we don't have him now. So we'll, we'll yeah. what adjust. are we going to do and how are we going to adjust yeah. that right. sort of thing? Uh, so, uh, John, what was your position again? Uh, so I play, uh, I guess Swiss Army Knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the wild yeah. card. Yeah. So All of it. <laughs> if it's a shorter field, uh, particularly sevens, which is one of our favorite ways to play, uh, mm-hmm. I am the center. Uh, so I basically ensure that our team moves like clockwork. Um, so I have to be uh, there for support, especially on the wings. I have to be there to be like to bail out our defenders with a quick pass, right? Like if they're under pressure, like I have to yeah. be within... 10, 15 feet or so, so they can quickly ditch it out. Uh, I have to make runs forward to be able to support Sean if he gets jammed up. Oh, so you're literally but all over the I'm place. I'm everywhere. Yeah, I, I have to basically constantly run. So you're just, like, tired all of the time, right? Or yeah. are you just, like, one of those guys who are just, like, high energy and you're just running everywhere all the time? When I train, like, really train for it, uh, it's usually pretty good. But when I'm, like, haven't been training as hard, <laughs> I feel it. Uh, when we for the San Diego tournament that Kevin was talking about, I was running at least six miles at like a clip every week. Um, to Jesus, like, I yeah, don't do that. I don't do that in a month. Or yeah, when was the last time you ran? <laughs> ran? Yeah, ran. Ran. Like I, I walk funnier. Yeah. That's like my kind of my run. Dude, it's like, probably, I've been I go probably slower here. when I run than yeah. I like, do walk. So I just walk yeah. everywhere. I can't even. Well, you can't because you ran. broke your knee. Well, it was a couple months. But yeah, on a even before that, it was like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so he he broke his knee on a lime scooter. I did. Yeah, oh, he, no. he drank a lot of beer and I then did. wiped out. Well, we did. It was a successful yeah. event. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did a, a bar crawl, right? Like okay, you guys sure. probably weren't paying attention, but you should have been. Um, <laughs> so we did the boot to boot. We went. We started at the uh, uh, Flying Boots and Wings, and we went to the Rhine House, and we okay. drank uh, cool. like Camp Bar, and then a Hub, and then we did boots of beer at the rank house and then afterwards i wrecked in right park and yeah. broke my name so <laughs> yeah, yeah, dumb yeah it was it was pretty great so be careful on the lime scooters but that's usually how we get around we're not running around everywhere yeah, as yeah, we're yeah. doing it uh how long you've been doing this john uh started playing in 2011 um alex and I actually started a team at the university of connecticut um so i, I guess since then yeah, i think forever. really eight years is, so. is that where you guys have all picked up i think college because eight years five years um, me, me coming back yeah. after college, yeah, coming okay. back here, then I started. Because, all, about I mean, there hasn't been a, a league around here, right? Or, Dude, I'm 43. Yeah. I did not okay. pick it up. <laughs> 43? Like, so, so where did you pick it up then? Yeah. It, yeah, here. So I originally uh, came across hurling uh, when I was in the military. I uh, flew through right. Shannon on the way to the uh, airport in Ireland mm-hmm. on the way to Kosovo. And... Uh, wow. thought it looked awesome and never really thought that there would be an opportunity to have that here in the U.S. Uh, lo and behold, that you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The military is kind of like college, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Navy yeah. just four years. Ago, yeah. Congratulations on yeah, that. Fuck that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Alex, as, as the coach, uh, is it your job to kind of cat herd these guys or how do oh, you yeah. feel? Okay. Yeah. How do you For feel? Sure. Yeah, like, how do you feel about going in with it? So you started, you we st- actually call it herding cats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, right? That's actually the, I guess, yeah, technical like, term at this point. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's like, I understand that I, I, I've, I've done some production stuff uh, with my other jobs and stuff like that. So it's like, I'm trying to get all of these people together. And sometimes it's literally like, you need to be, over here right now like just please move over so a lot of the times it's just hurting cats so it's like okay it makes sense on that term so i guess how we started um so john found hurling on youtube and we decided at the university of connecticut we want to start a team so we had our first meeting as a team with a bunch of people that we knew oh so you guys knew each other yeah we've been friends since high school oh cool cool that is cool so um i've dislocated my right shoulder 13 times and my left shoulder twice so playing is kind of out of the question for me wow a little bit broken 
Yeah. So, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you know. Just I shoulders. I don't have to run. <laughs> no shoulders. No lime scooters involved. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, was this, Man, were was they that a dig? Yeah. Were, were what they are you doing? Dis- no. Were they dislocated while playing, or was it just like drunken college activities? I actually never played hurling, believe it or not. Oh, really? I find that I have a mind for tactics and for people and their arrangement, so that's really my job anyway, right? So you wouldn't necessarily teach a jockey to race by running around a horse. Mm-hmm. They would be on the horse. Yes. Um, so... I didn't really feel like it was that necessary. And plus, honestly, John is such a good first-team coach that I don't necessarily need to teach people form. What I need to teach people is I need to teach people ideas. I need to be able to see those people, what their okay. skills are, what – well, I identified Sean was a glory hunter. So I was like, <laughs> obviously, you're going to be full forward. I know what you want. <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of how I do that. But I remember our first meeting, and um, I wanted to be the coach. I wanted to be the manager. And there was a kid that went up and he did his whole spiel. And then I stood up and said, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to play. Just had a lot of shoulder dislocations, but John's my best friend and I want to be able to support him in doing this. And That's it seems awesome. like a lot of fun. So uh, I'm here to you know, run for manager. And then the other kid just kind of abdicated. Nice kid, nice kid. But he abdicated and uh, that's kind of how it started. And... The hurting cats is necessary. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a thing in life, and people have got lots of different things going on, and I don't really begrudge them or disparage them for any of those things because, well, that's just the human experience. Although it is definitely hurting cats. But for me, it's um, <laughs> thinking about what we're all going to do, how we're going to do it, and I will change the system based on the people, right? Because I'm not going to put someone in a position where they're uncomfortable because that doesn't make a happy player and it doesn't make a productive player, right? Absolutely. So for me, he's going to be in the center because he's got the mind for it. He has the mind to create. Not a lot of people have that. Not a lot of people have the ability to make plays in that same sort of way. He doesn't play in a selfish way, but he has the ability to do it all. He's my full forward in college. He's my center half forward now because he can do everything. Sean will bang in the goals. He can play back to goal. He can do all the things he needs to do in that position. Kevin can control the defense in a way that other people can't. Like he said, he has a knack for seeing things before they're going to happen. Where does that benefit the team the most? Where is he going to be happiest? In a place where he can do the things that he already has the skills for. I'm going to put him in that spot. And he's got a tough neck. And he's got a tough neck. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, and when it comes down to it now, when the games are played, you said that the time, uh, the time is always going. Is it like soccer or something where it's like 45 minute, half, 45 minute? How long do, how long do they go out? 35. Interesting thing there. um, Speaking of soccer, I've been thinking about this a little bit as we've been talking. Um, When Kevin gets the ball, play doesn't stop. You don't, you don't leave the keeper alone. They can challenge him, like one hundred percent challenge. Yeah. You can try to knock it out of your hands or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Yeah. All the stick defense is still in play. It's gonna wow. get shouldered on the line, wow. whatever you know. Yeah, so it becomes just, just another field. So you're just trying point. to get it the hell out of there at that point. Then really, <laughs> it's, it's actually a giant better, ass yeah. stick. <laughs> it's better before he gets the ball because there are uh, just a couple safety rules like that, so somebody can't just go and you know annihilate him as he's trying to scoop the ball. But, but yeah, but once it, he gets it, it's like you know head yeah, all, be, all bets are off. Yeah, it's like go. You know, he's a normal player now. Go. Wow. Wow. That's funny. If, if people are interested no, in doing this, <laughs> if, if people are interested in doing this or checking it out, uh, we said TacomaHounds.com. Um, can they just come to like practices and yeah. watch you guys or just mm-hmm. the games sure. or going along like that? Uh, you guys mentioned the sevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Uh, so sevens is just small sided. So okay. yeah, you just play oh, uh, so on a like smaller s- field, smaller okay. team, and then seven aside. And, and they're, they're shorter too. The yeah. the game time. Oh, all right. So yeah. it's a good way to kind of get a. Uh, I don't want to say condensed, but yeah, it's faster. It's, yeah, yeah. A little faster bit quicker is the thing, that. right? So we've had rugby rugby on, and they play sevens as well. Yeah, yeah. It's and, and, and they, yeah. they they seem to love it. They're like it's yeah. way faster. You, it's just more it, fun. It, yeah, it's yeah. almost the same size field yeah. with half the people, so there's a lot more space, and it's kind of easier to see what's going on. You know, and, and mm-hmm. put some of the rules into like mental practice. It's or, a really good way for people to start out, and especially for teams that want to start as well, right? I mean, why start out with 13 when you got this big, at least from a coaching perspective, tactical problem? And also, just like when um, I was doing rowing in high school, right? It's really difficult to get eight people on the same page. It's really easy to get four people on the same page. Yes. It's easy to get seven on the same page, and it's easy to have a team that is good with depth, right? At that point, you have the culture that you want to have. People True. are working hard mm-hmm. on the same page moving forward, and then just expand from there, right? Yeah. Why does it need to be 100% at the beginning? It doesn't. Humans don't work that way. Yeah, and there are subs. There are subs. There oh, are okay. substitutes. So yeah, because okay, I'm sure somebody's okay, going to yeah. listen to this and be like, "What? All this continuous yeah. running? No, it's like <laughs> no. There's uh, you know, that we we've played in some tournaments where it's just rolling subs, so you can sub as many times as you want. We've played in tournaments where kind of like soccer, you only get a set amount of mm-hmm. subs, and you know, you can sub like me out and then sub me back in, but then I'm obviously accounting for two subs. So okay, so yeah, it's not like somebody's going to come join and all of a sudden they're just running for you know just. 
you know, sure, yeah, 35 yeah. minute increments. <laughs> yeah, I guess there well, that's what a, I heard. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'll watch you guys. I guess Absolutely. there should be a disclaimer on like that six mile thing, right? Like that's for like very competitive focus. Yeah. We do a good amount of just like uh, accessible, right? Like yeah. people who just want to come yeah. try it out, like do just something active, right? Not, not necessarily be like the competitive player, but if you just want to like try something cool, have a good time. Yeah. Well, and supporters too, right? Like, oh, yeah, definitely for sure. fans and yeah. people need to buy your gear and show everybody <laughs> how cool you are. Yeah, yes. be red. And to wrap a couple of those of those things back together, I think one of the one of the things about it is it combines a lot of sports that we're familiar with: baseball, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the stick and soccer and it, movement. All basically a lot of games that American players would be familiar with. Yes, they don't know this game particularly. But that's also a good thing because everyone comes in at the same level. You're not going to really come- good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not going to come in against. So okay. So there's a uh, we had a work softball team many years ago. Oh, and, I remember those. Yeah, <laughs> and you know we joined one of the local amateur sports leagues or whatever, and came up against nothing but teams who were basically prepping for the next thing that they cared about. You know, we had a t- yeah. we, we played against a team that were like, oh, let's just play left handed against these, and they smoked us. <laughs> I mean, that, that's no fun. I remember playing softball it's no fun against- for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, no, it's, I, I remember going and playing against a Hooters softball team that were dudes who were like, I swear to God, like Mark McGuire in his yeah. like prime juicing. Like these dudes were just giant bald headed monsters, and they're just literally lo- we like we managed to play in like a legit like like baseball field, and they were launching them, and we're like. Okay, I guess yeah. we're going to lose thirty to nothing because we're beer league yeah. and they are not right. at all. And yeah, that's so this fun. is a, a, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. This is a really level playing field and it's it's as much uh intensity and effort as you want to ascribe to it. We've got plenty of people who are only interested in playing in our internal uh, like indoor leagues and things like that, and other ones who are really wanting to go to the next level and play out and things. So there's there's space for everyone. Nice. Yep. Uh, again, it is TacomaHounds.com. We're going to go refill our drinks. We need to get some more booze. And when we come back, we're going to give you guys some coaster questions. These are questions from drunk people written on the All back right. of coasters. Um, so we'll have to – you have no idea what we're going to expect on these ones. But uh, we're right. going to come back in just a minute with the guys. Hey, it's Justin for the Union Club in Tacoma. And what is the Union Club? At the heart of it, it is a co-working space that is nice enough to let us actually record here, which is awesome. It is a spot where you can get a cafe membership, which is meaning that from 9 to 5 in the morning, you can have yourself a working space all the way up to your own private office. One of the beautiful things about this is that all levels of members get the beautiful view. They have print, scan, and copy services with internet and utilities included you can get a incoming mail service so if you need a business address it's right there free coffee tea and purified water access to the conference room and of course all of the monthly events if you want to hold your own event anybody can do so but with membership you get a cheaper pricing which is always good if you want some information or to schedule a tour head over to www.unionclubtacoma.com this is also where you can get links to their social media and you can see pictures of the location how much personality this place really really has how awesome it is and then maybe get yourself a tour again check them out at unionclubtacoma.com you're not ready you're not ready you're like you're like i only got one foot i know you're like terrible about this you're really bad at this i'm gonna open my beer too Ooh, what do you got right there? That's a fancy one. Um, a Fremont. Uh, Sky Kraken. Sky Kraken. I'm all about the uh, octopus and squids today. Yeah, you are. Is, so. Yeah. What, what was the shirt you're wearing again? Uh, it's uh, Sasquatch Wrestling and Octopus. It's yep. Octopus oh, Wrestling. Yep. Shroom Brothers. Shroom Brothers fans. Nice. I saw, I saw I, them for the first time yesterday at the oh, fair. Oh, really? Yeah. Or they do our uh, yeah, weeks ago. Oh, cool. Okay. And it was, yeah, they, so they do uh, our logo. We do uh, our we Patreon have, shirts. Yeah, our Patreon <laughs> shirts. And then we also got the Grit City uh, stickers that we gave yes. you guys. Those right, were done right, by right. The, uh, the Shroom Brothers. Uh, you can actually get the the stickers uh, diecutstickers.com is where we get our stickers and if you do grit city 15 you get 15% off which is awesome we are still here with the guys from the Tacoma Gaelic Athletic Co-op you can find them at tacomahounds.com and we will get to coaster questions in a second Um, but I wanted to talk about the fact that now we did talk before we went to break about the sevens which is the the Mm -hmm. smaller field smaller groups of people but now we're getting into the fall season which is the indoor league correct? Correct. And that happened at the Tacoma Soccer Center. Also correct. And I remember that this place has been around for forever. 
Like, I remember going when I was a little kid. I didn't play soccer because I was a fat little kid, just like I'm a fat adult. And I would watch a lot of people playing soccer there. But it's a great little uh, setup right in yeah. there. It's, it's awesome. quintessential yeah. Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's got, like, the perfect, I guess, like, patina yeah. or, like, layer of it's grime, like, exactly <laughs> that you want, right? Yeah, from the outside, you don't realize yeah. it's a thing. But I think, do, do the stars still practice there? The Tacoma the Stars? The reserves play there. Oh, the reserves yeah. play there. Okay. Yeah. They used to, though. Like, just right, a few right. years ago, they practiced mm-hmm. there. I think they just moved up to the Showware Center. Okay. Yeah, I think they practiced. They came after us one of one of our matches. Yeah, the reserves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the reserves did. Yeah, and you you drive by that place, and you're like, what? Right? But then you see the Tacoma Stars, a banner on the side, you're like, oh, okay. Pretty rad place. It's great to go for a game, like, to see this stars or whomever mm-hmm. is in right. town yeah it's awesome it's a fun little setup and get the mezzanine seat yeah <laughs> now when you guys are doing it is it uh what what are the rules differences between uh outdoor uh, as opposed to indoor so my favorite one you guys can fill in the rest but my favorite one is definitely that we treat playing off the wall like it hit the ground right so we're talking about dribbling off the ground how that will oh, be a reset of possession so yeah. if you're one of those guys who's like i'm just gonna bounce it around this person and still have two possessions you can do that which oh, wow. is rad. So you could like dribble, like hit the wall and go around somebody. Yeah. Wow. Kind of like, you know, when Neo goes up the wall, but with the ball. <laughs> with the ball. Wow. That's John, really cool. John is trying to get a catch off the wall. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Practice. He'll do well, a he's trying to climb up the wall he's, and get he's a doing this. that goal. Like, like yeah, yeah, neck-breaking, yeah, like, ridiculous like, thing. See, like, what happens? <laughs> like, can like, somebody, like, you, there's no rules explicitly saying that you can't run along the side yeah. of the walls. Well, I just, like, I was sitting there one day, right? And I was like, well, if the wall's grass, then if I've got four steps, then I should have, like, a step or two on the wall, right? So, like, dude, we just, we just watched the UFC last night. And okay. Anthony Pettis, he does a Showtime kick where he runs yeah. off the cage yep. and gets yeah. guys. Go for it, bro. Yeah. You're, a, <laughs> so you're a highlight video waiting to happen. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, human highlight video. <laughs> Kevin, watch out. I've come out. real yeah. close okay. like once or twice. Uh, one time I like did not have the grip on the wall, and I got about a foot or two like step up and then just slammed back down on the turf. <laughs> That's great, too. Bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes great video as well. Everyone else enjoyed it, so, you know. <laughs> Nothing but win. Yeah. I love that. But wait until he nails it, Kevin. Yeah. And you'll be like, God damn, that looks good. God damn it. <laughs> so when you're doing the, the indoor schedule, or the games or the practices all in there, can people just come and watch it as you're going along and doing it? Absolutely. It'll be games only. Okay. Uh, okay. We don't have the schedule set yet. Um, probably within the next week or two, we'll, we'll square it away with the soccer center. But uh, we'll probably be looking at a series of at least seven games. Uh, and then... Um, probably Saturday afternoons or Wednesday mm-hmm. nights. All right, a Halloween game. <clears throat> we try Ooh. to keep. We try to keep. Let's, oh yeah, let's not Go forget ahead. the, the best ahead. thing. So last season, <laughs> <laughs> we had a game. A game was scheduled on Halloween. Made the mistake, of course, because not realizing. Oh, that's right. Some of our players have kids and well, do kid yeah, right. things, of course. Or maybe they're adults and they like to have party on Halloween. That's, oh, I forgot. That's a thing Come too. On. Or me, I just eat a bunch of candy and you know go yeah, into a sugar coma. Yep, yep, uh, yep. But this season, we will be having a Halloween event <laughs> now last season everyone dressed as whatever they wanted to you know but this some season. last minute but this season we decided to go themed <gasps> yep. and that theme oh, is just face wait. off what like, like the, the movie? like the yeah. so uh, one team of John Travolta Travolta roles yeah. versus Nicolas Cage roles yeah yeah one of the best movies ever made right I mean he, John Woo right yeah so, okay all right Amazing. yeah you get John Woo you get Nick Cage and John Travolta basically getting into almost into an insult contest to try and to like act as the other person like how ridiculous it gets at that point and i mean seriously like nick cage i can't take him seriously in anything so when you get him in an action movie like this you you need wow i need this so when is this gonna ha- i like so how on halloween so it'll be it'll be closer to the halloween okay. time but once okay. we get the schedule finalized it'll it'll definitely be on the website and people can find it on the website we said tacomahounds.com yeah. you guys have social media presence as well correct oh, absolutely yep. yeah tacoma i mean everyone hounds. does now but yeah, you, you can look want... for tacoma hounds anywhere and find us perfect yeah. perfect now we've got some coaster questions say, coaster questions yes it's coaster questions and um we mentioned it to you guys but essentially what had happened is we had flat earther mark sergeant on and we didn't necessarily know how to ask a lot of questions uh, or there were just questions we just really didn't know how to approach this because we didn't want to be insulting right so we decided to let the insults come from the uh, drunk people at the bar brogan was hanging out at because he had mentioned that we we're having the guy on and one dude literally was like 
ugh. Like, got really mad about well, dude, it. I think it's one out of four. I think that's the average. <laughs> like, you say flat earth, and one person out of four goes, what the fuck are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. And so he went around. He's like, no, we just want to get questions, and we want to ask these people stuff. So they wrote them down on a coaster uh, on the back of it, and then Brogan took pictures of them, so we kept them all. So now we've got coaster questions. And we do this with everyone. So we shot out ones about, uh, I think we just said, what would you ask sports players? Uh, we wanted to keep it kind of vague on that end, so we didn't give them any preconceived notions about what they were getting into. And so we did get some questions. Uh, first up, and we'll have you, each of you guys answer it, um, why do you play was the first question. So, Sean, we'll start with you since you're the farthest on the left there. Why <laughs> yeah. do you play? Um, I mean, being a PE teacher, I like to be active and serve as a role model for the students. Nice. And I get to tell them, like, you know, that I play this random sport and they see it and they're like, you do that. And they're like, hell no, I wouldn't do that kind of thing. So, <laughs> so it also gives me a little bit of credit with them, which I enjoy, but no, I just, I just enjoy the, the camaraderie that we have as a team and just getting outside and running around and that, you know, getting those endorphins. That side, are going. side question on that. Have you tried to introduce hurling into the PE curriculum for your children? So we can't even do dodgeball. <laughs> I don't know oh, if we can do. Really? Yeah, yeah. We can yeah. go down that rabbit hole if you want, but <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, oh. I've done hurling demos. Okay. Definitely and All stuff. Right. Um, usually it's just the gear, I'll let alone, and they'll hit it around, and they're always like, "This is awesome" and stuff. They're like, "I'd like to do it." I'm like, "Cool, oh, here's Graduate, your gateway. Come on out, yeah, exactly." <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen the that dodgeball is bullying? Yeah, that yeah. was one. That is we one reason. It. Well, uh, we we actually had some adult sports. Um, uh, there's an adult sports league around that does mm-hmm. random things, and they want one of the te- things they do is dodgeball, right? Bad. As an adult sport, right. so, like, if you're is, into it, this is how not? you, Some as a child, yeah, right. grow your perseverance, and you realize right. that maybe you might not be good at everything. Yeah, sport is important. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, it humbles you, right? Yeah. It, it lets you, you learn, know that you're not the fucking baddest guy around. Yeah. Right? You learn like, to win, you learn to lose, awesome. and that's respect a, for other people, and that's a big thing on it. You just can't throw things at people. So, as a PE teacher. Like showing up with a giant like uh, sharpened axe, does it just give you that, that little bit of like scary cred too? Is that what you're going for? I, I tend to kind of walk around the halls once nah. or twice and just be like, "Hey, where's your pass?" Kind of thing. Kevin, why do you play? What's going to sound corny and disingenuous, but I actually play for the people. Um, I need to be out and doing something active. I am super competitive, but at the end of the day, I really just come back for the group that we've put together. Um, you know, we consider it for all of us like a second family and do things and, and treat each other accordingly. So that's that's why I play. So nice. just for everybody else, the people's warrior. I love that. Yeah. People's I mean, Earl. People's <laughs> Earl. Right I love there. it, man. I love it. Alex, why do you play? Well, coach, play, play, <laughs> coach, coach, play. Very competitive. I want to do something where I have the opportunity to be winning. And I really like coaching. I coached my high school crew team after I graduated. I kind of like that format. I like being able to teach. I like being able to get people excited about certain things. And I like to be able to give them areas where they can succeed. It does a lot for someone's life outside of the team too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had like people that definitely have had like a lot of experiences where they've been told that they're shitty or they're this or they're that. And yeah. when they can be successful and contribute to a group, then... It really impacts a lot of other areas in their lives. And then also, too, because I think we can, uh, we can show that hurling doesn't have to be played the way it normally is. We talked a little bit about before how everyone has experiences from other sports. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone has this really set idea of how hurling is supposed to work. Well, that's just dumb. Because <laughs> like we talked about before, right, we play one forward, not two. Okay, why would I want two forwards? You send it up to the corners where you don't have an angle on the goal at all? That's garbage space. I don't care if it's unoccupied. So just to kind of change the game, uh, do stuff for people and have something where we can build an organization where we're a family and where we're competitive because a lot of times people don't have that family. And sometimes you kind of find that it's not really out there and you got to build it. So mm-hmm. building it. Yeah, dude, I love the community stuff. Yeah. But the strategic like thing that you do, that freaks me like, the fuck out. Like you mentioned like, being ah, a tactician. And out, like, I'm like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the word. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's, it's one of those things, like even when you're like, when you're looking at a field and you're like, I can manipulate the yep. situation into going where I want it to go. That's a super powerful yeah. feeling. And yeah. it's never one move. And that's the important thing, right? There are yeah. no like for like swaps. So what I'll do is like, if I'm putting someone on, he's a utility player, right? I'm moving him into a space and I'm putting someone else on. So the person I'm sending on, I'm telling them, look, you got to go on in this position you're doing this thing and you got to tell that person that they're moving into this in that spot and yeah that dude you need to be locked but... up people like you shouldn't be out in public right? <laughs> I, uh... I get no, that a I'm lot no. <laughs> and john why do you play uh let's see um so some of it's the community uh kind of aspect uh, i had a realization uh, probably about a year or so ago uh where i was like most of the closest friends i've ever had were people i was on a team with in organized sports um just kind of that shared kind of goal and mm-hmm. trying to work together um, I guess specifically hurling, 
I think it's one of the most beautiful sports I've ever seen. Um, I like. I think people can kind of get caught up in the stick and some of um, like the physical play, mm-hmm. and and people can kind of be like, "Oh, that's really violent," uh, but it's really not, um, right? Like. It's like any of the sports that we we have out here, aside from like video gaming. I think in this tournament, but like like with the competition, it's there, and mm-hmm. there's a physicality to it, and sure. an athleticism to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not the thing that overtakes all of it. Right, right. You right. guys have the option to be violent, right? Like right. honestly, it's there. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. wearing pads. It's not like hockey right. or football, and you're carrying around a weapon. Yeah. Like in reality, you need a player or two like that. It's a balance. Oh, I imagine it happens, right? But, but, like, there is every opportunity to really hurt people, right? Right, So it it has to be, like, I mean, this is my opinion Mm -hmm. seen from the outside. It really has to be, like, a a, a genuine, like, interest in the sport to play and not have, like, some giant D-bag come around and, like, kneecap people. I love that it doesn't have pads, right? Because, I I mean, I think that's one of the the unfortunate side effects of some of the sports that have a lot of padding equipment is that people start to think, oh, I'm invincible. I can just ram into whoever, right? Whereas, like... When you don't have pads, you really have to learn how to play for both, you know, your own safety and the safety of the other people on the field. It's a it's a big thing to have with that too. Again, it's like it's pulling the punches, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But you're just not you you don't you shouldn't be going out there to the express like thing to hurt somebody. Right. So that kind of helps it a, a, a lot of the ways with well, that I, as well. I think even in in fighting fighting mm-hmm. sports because i'm a huge fan of fighting sure. sports even in those um afterwards like they don't want to like cripple anybody afterwards mm-hmm. they're most of the time they're very respectful right like yeah. it, it's a thing and, and i see the same thing here like it looks yeah. like you guys go out you you definitely try to win there's mm-hmm. obviously competition yeah. but like like i said you could really hurt the other team and nobody does yeah, so yeah. that right. it's a it's yeah, good it's, thing. i think it's really one of the most aesthetically beautiful sports uh you can possibly play uh it's That's amazing yeah played you, well it's yeah Unlike anything else. And you guys were talking about the bonding things. You guys have been able to bond while traveling because you guys have gone all over. You mentioned San Diego, mm-hmm. but there's some of the other places. Where are some of the other places that you guys have gone? Ireland. What? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we went and played clubs in Ireland. Oh, that's, yeah, neat. that's where he got that jersey he was yeah. talking about. So yeah. Credit Union jersey. It's like playing for pinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you won, so you now own the club. You're, that's yeah, your literally the shirt off their back. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave him a jersey. <laughs> They're like, you don't own us now. <laughs> that's not how it works. So what was that experience like? Because at that point, it seems like it would be a more traditional uh, game. Was it? Was mm-hmm. there like, what no, was for it? For them, it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was ultimately validating, right? Because we held our own. We held our own right. with people that have been playing it since they were small children. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we caught a lot of disrespect, uh, honestly, from yeah. the general populace. Like, oh, yeah, you're here, you know, in Ireland. What do you do? Oh, that's cute. Yeah, is it, is yeah. it cute? <laughs> we actually had like, like oh, Alex man. just motioned. We had people who would like make the sign of the crucifix over wow. us, and like, it's not going to be that bad. Wow. Oh, did it hurt? Wow, more than oh, it like, usually yeah. does. Like, yeah. you're going to just get ultimately destroyed, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, wow. So, and like I said before, that we sucks. had um, we it had does. rugby guys on, mm-hmm. and so um, one of the guys um, that's active in the Tacoma or he was in the Tacoma rugby, rugby team, was um, uh, Matt Atty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his name? Mm. God damn it. I can't think of it. But anyway, the guy that owns Mad Hat Tea up here. Okay. Mm. And okay. um, so he travels all over the world. And he take, he's mm-hmm. like, I take my rugby shoes with mm-hmm. me, I guess. And he goes, everywhere I go, I find a pitch and I play and they treat me like family. Was it the same thing for you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The they clubs did. were yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That right, right. That That's amazing. super amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, at that point, if you're getting, like, I mean, basically shit on by the, the, the general populace, you're like, well, what the hell am I going to do when I walk out there and play against these guys? But when they're actually inviting, like you said, it's the validation of yeah. that. Yeah. That helps immensely. Yeah. It was a second home kind of thing. And they definitely played us as hard as they would anyone else cool. right. so that's cool yeah. and like the really rad thing right is like when they definitely like potentially don't expect you and yeah. like the look in their eyes yeah. like they're oh, wearing the confused. helmet but you can still kind of see it like oh no these oh, guys, guys play. mean that they're actually <laughs> yeah, yeah they're right, not yeah. just a bunch of guys that were just doing it for yeah. shits right. and giggles yeah. Yeah. you guys yeah. are taking it serious and john had a mean joe green moment at the uh, airport really oh, yeah. it was happening real rad i forgot about that oh, yeah no. okay yeah 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 oh no i just um like there was this kid uh so like Alex and I were waiting Small to fly kid. back after the end of the trip, uh, and we were uh, just at the airport, like grabbing some food quickly. Uh, and there was this kid that like kept looking over at us because we were both in our jerseys. Um, and, like he was just sitting with his dad. Uh, he like kept looking over, kept looking over. And I had actually forgotten. I think it was like my credit card or whatever. And like the oh, kid was yeah. behind <laughs> us, and he brought it up to me, and I was like shit you just like really saved my ass <laughs> um, but like i was like wearing one of my team hats and it's just like yeah man yours and oh, cool. the kid was just like what and i was like yeah dude take it like that's memory. amazing yeah, that's awesome yeah that, is so super that was cool. pretty cool uh another coaster question yeah. uh 
what's your favorite fantasy animal? So we're talking about like <laughs> Pegasus or unicorns or minotaurs oh, or centaurs. No, he, he nailed it. He's got his. <laughs> Alex, he's like Alex. Dunk. All right, what do you got? What do you got, man? Cerberus. That's what. That's also oh, our mascot, yeah. Bruce. Yeah. But oh, I mean, the heads represent Bruce past, present, Cerberus? and future, yeah. right? Where we came from, where we are, where we're going. Oh my God! Everything about Bruce is great. Also, the snake on the back, Roscoe. Roscoe and Bruce. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. Can you sell plushies? I'll buy them. I'll I want them. We want to. So yeah, we really want to get that done. Yeah, you let me know. Yeah, you working too. on it. Yeah, we'll blast yep. that on social media. Plushies and, and coasters. Uh, yeah, we know some people. If with I coasters. don't get my spatula that I have been trying, oh to yeah, girl spatula is important. <laughs> uh, a, a reasonable amount <laughs> of time ago, apron. I, I made a joke about uh, getting, I guess, like a grill set, like Who branded grill that? set, and Sean was so into it that I basically feel obligated to make that happen for him at some point. I've got a trigger at home. I need a grill set. Like, no, no, you make that. I'll do that as well. Yeah. Do you know how good that would make the burgers taste? Okay, yeah. that's the taste of victory right there. That's <laughs> like you get Bruce on even like a meat press, right? You just yeah. stamp right into the I'll burger. Take, I'll take a toaster where it puts them in. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. It's like I've got my toaster with Darth Vader and yeah. Bruce the uh, Cerberus. I love that. Uh, anybody else have a favorite fantasy animal? Sorry for taking the easy one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like so Scrabble good. answers where I can't have the same thing? Oh, no. I mean, if you really want to. I don't think I even know fantasy animals. <laughs> dragons. I'm just going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go for the one from Neverending Story. Nice. Oh, yeah. The, the luck the, dragon. The luck dragon. <laughs> what was his name? I don't remember. God damn it. Uh, uh, I just think Atreyu, but that was the kid. And Artax. Poor Artax. Oh, oh, that was a horse, right? Yeah. The horse. <laughs> Everyone, everyone always brings that up. It's like, oh, yeah, never any story is a great Falcor. movie. Falcor. Yeah, God damn it. There you go. Falcor, nice. the job. Luck Dragon. Dude, I got a pornographic memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far we got Luck Dragon, and we've got uh, Cerberus, and still need two more, you guys. Going to make it uh, hard on you. Uh, John. <laughs> uh, uh, if I can't go Cerberus. Um, you can, but it's kind of a cop-out. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. I got to at least you know, offer a backup, right? Yeah. He jumped on it. He's like, I'm Dick. taking the easy one. Yeah, yeah. Dick. Uh, <laughs> dragons are cool. I feel like I'm about to like potentially embarrass myself because like I may pronounce it wrong. But uh, the ones that like only have two legs, but then the wings, like I think they're either wyverns or wervins. Or yeah, ra- yeah, those yeah. Those things yeah. look rad. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that either. Yeah. And, and it always makes me angry. I want to say, yeah. like, say wyvern. There's not a word I've come so. across that I've not heard out loud that I will not mispronounce. <laughs> well, like, yeah. dude, I'm, just, I'm just one of those guys. Like, yeah. who spells anything W-Y? That's like the yeah. dumbest. Who, yeah. What? What? Yeah. what? People what? that really enjoy the reaction. How do you say it? Everybody knows the word, right? I guess I'd go wyvern. Yeah, yeah I say yeah. wyvern. 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 Yeah. I've but heard yeah. wyvern before. I've heard wyvern as well, yeah. too. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, that thing's rad, though. So <laughs> yeah. whatever it's called. They are cool. The word yeah. for it is stupid. Let's go like, you know, with like one of the Who picked know? platypus? That's the dumbest oh, yeah. fucking name for it. By the way, by the way, just as a shameless self-promotion, go back and listen to the most recent podcast with Susan from the Point Defiant Zoo and Aquarium. She tells you what the best part of a platypus is to eat. Because Brad. that was a coaster question. Oh. <laughs> That's apparently awesome they're really question. small. Like the only yeah. size of your hand. Yeah, huh. apparently they're she not really that most, great. Most yeah. pictures, they don't have anything for proportion. So you think they're like big like ducks. Sure. But yeah. they're really, really They're huh. itty bitty. What? And then also on that same point, the tapers, which look like little anteaters, are fucking huge. Yeah. Like they're gigantic, but hmm. nobody ever like takes a picture next to one. So you don't know these things. <laughs> banana for scale. Yeah, exactly. You need a banana for scale. Uh, all right, Banana. all right, Kevin. <laughs> uh, we've been we've been putting it off. Uh, what's the chimera? The uh, oh, the chimera. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah. So the multi-head, sort of same yeah. thing, but with the different, like the eagle and the lion or whatever. Yeah, best of all, everything. Or, yeah, yeah, all of them. Not just one part of the platypus because he always leaves you with the bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you a dad? Because I was a dad. Joke. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. that was a bad one, man. <laughs> all right, <laughs> one more question before oh. we get out of here. How do you get in the opponent's head? Ooh. So when you're on the field of play, are you trash talking? Are you like, all with that big sharpened axe? Right there. <laughs> are you uh, making comments about one's mothers as they're going around? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it civil? Are you uh, saying that they've got terrible tea sets? What's going on with this? Hmm. How do you get into their heads when you're rolling around? So I got a couple of different strategies. Um, I think I don't know if anybody else cares as much about about that kind of thing, but. It's not uncommon for people to want to shake your hand when you take the field. Yeah, why I don't. before? Why oh. before? Did you do it before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the fist bumps uh, right before a UFC fight or something. We can be friends after, but not before. And I'll, I'll literally <laughs> say exactly that. We can be friends after. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're kind of, there's a little bit of hurt, and I'm okay with that. Ooh. So you know, like he's like, I'm here to kick your ass, yeah. And we'll get a we'll get a drink afterwards. But well, right I now, think you know, you. if it's a competitive setting, <laughs> now you know, with that caveat, if oh, it's yeah, a competitive yeah. setting, yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. 
you know, don't, don't stop play. Don't, you know, don't worry about my, you know, my well-being. Are you okay? You already said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, My neck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not not laying on the ground hurt, right? Like, I don't need an ambulance. Move on. Yeah, Yeah. I just don't care. Uh, I got a couple different strategies. It kind of depends on who it is, but that same thing, uh, but the opposite. They do come and try to shake your hand, so I'm very mellow at the start and I actually take them out of that competitive mentality. Oh, so, so I just kind of chill I'll sit there and just bullshit with them up there because I can channel it like that. And then I just go, and then they're, they're, I catch them flat footed. And then there's always, you know, wh- what did they do to try to do it? And it's always great because I'm not really a trash talker until they start. And then I'm better than them at it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, Sean's like, super, super fast. So there'll be times where I'm like, yeah, I got him. I'm right here. And second, third, whatever gear later is like, oh, really shit. He's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple moves I've used that have made some grown men fall down to the ground. Yeah. And that's it's, funny. It's a very good feeling that I didn't know existed until I played this sport. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like a good chocolate bar. I'm just like, mm, oh, it's the rush. Now. It's, it's that yeah. rush on that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and John, you guys got anything to get in the get in the heads of the other guys? Uh, so I have never been a trash talker, um, and I just like to stay like pretty in and focused. But like over time, what that's kind of developed into is uh, effectively like everyone loves the U.S. 1980 Olympic hockey team story. Who right? doesn't? Oh Come yeah, on, right. absolutely. Amazing story. story. Come yeah, on, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks. But like, <laughs> but right when you look back, like the team you want to be on in a way is the Soviet team, right? Because, I mean, those guys were unreal, unbelievable style of play, beautiful, flowing, but, like, also just, right, like, hard hit, like, just great, great mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so I really like to basically uh, almost take that tact, right? Like, I basically want to come across, like, you know, stone-faced, like, almost machine-like, right? And I just want to be everywhere. Like, and I basically challenging want... his inner Dolph Lundgren. Yes! <laughs> I was going to say to you, Tom. Yeah, and, I must yeah, yeah. yeah. and I just, like, I really want, he right, does. like, I want people to be like, holy shit, that guy's there now, and then he's there, and, right, and just like... Uh, There's yeah. no stopping this machine at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I try to go for if I can. Nice. Yeah. Let all the actions do it for you. I mean, yeah, exactly. Solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was basically what it was, right? Like, why trash talk when, like, you know, you can just play as hard as possible and try to beat them playing, right? Because, like... That they'll never forget. Absolutely. And then uh, Alex? Somewhat similar, uh, but a little bit different. For me, I want to be cold and ruthless. We can be friends after, not before. I'm not really interested in knowing anybody until we're done. I want everyone to know that I'm here, and I'm in a three-piece suit. And I'm here in a three-piece suit because I'm going to kick your ass. Really? You go in a three-piece suit? I go in a three-piece suit because at that point, it's about me and what I'm doing, what my team's doing. I'm not really concerned with what anyone else is doing until that ball starts moving. Oh, I love it. Yep. I love that. I mean, fucking freak me out, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a, yeah. He's got it in team colors, too. Yeah, yeah. I got a team oh, really? suit. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. rad. It's super yeah. rad. It's got that We're red window pane, but it's oh, kind of like that dark charcoal. Are there, are there like picks online for that? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay, been okay, labeled okay. the best dressed man in hurling. There's actually like, more than once. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. But like, I don't really care if no other coaches are in suits. Like, that's their bullshit. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. This is how you and how you're portraying yourself in your team. In high school, my wrestling coach, anytime we went out of town, we all had to dress nice we all had to have at least ties and it's everywhere we went he he dressed nice and he was always the best dressed wrestling coach everywhere and super respected throughout the state where i grew up so yeah 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 well alex is is forgetting to also mention that he is also the loudest voice nice. when the matches go on <laughs> yeah really so i saw the suit obviously and i'm like yeah i'm intimidated you know he's... i'm not gonna not do my job right so my job is to direct <laughs> oh, no. traffic this is not a negative, gonna know but... what the fuck to do <laughs> i've known how loud he is but then the game starts and it's a very competitive setting because we're in an actual tournament and all yeah. of a sudden it's like i'm pretty sure people in the other county must have heard him and stuff <laughs> and he's just he's given he's coaching and he's a damn good coach yeah. and, he, and he tells us what to do and i've seen instant results from him telling me Sean, move over there. And then I score like seven unanswered points, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm listening to everything this guy says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every you need word. That. You need yeah. the eye in the sky, essentially, to be able to do that and point out and see what you can't see because you're in it. Like, yeah. if his voice, if he has a voice the following yeah. day, then, then he's yeah, disappointed Yeah, it's actually himself. been a problem a couple of times in, like, two-day tournaments, yeah. right? Because, like, sometimes he's already, like, blown out his voice by the time we get to day two. That's with the whiteboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the whiteboard not really sure. We had to figure out day two. I'm working on it. Working no, on it. Lozenges. Seriously, throat 
coat tea, lots of yeah. honey. Just go with that, and it'll it'll help a little bit He's at that. Getting end. better, just like us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, one thing I wanted to bring up: uh, coed. Uh, you, uh, how do you guys approach coed? If uh, if uh, if females wanted to come and uh, participate, how are they able to participate with you guys as you're doing it? How does that work out? Yeah, 100 percent welcome. Yeah. We've got several ladies on the team already. Um, you know, the eventuality is that once we have enough that they can comprise their own side, mm-hmm. um, then they can play externally as you know a cohesive, coherent you know lady side. Uh, you know, we'll need some numbers for that, but any of the internal stuff and practices and things of that nature, 100% welcome. So more than welcome to come and try it out, yep. see if it's something they want to yep. do and then uh, run and practice. And then right. if they can get people into it, then they can create their own team right. eventually. Yep, like the, the indoor leagues totally co-ed, yeah. right? Like oh, perfect. Because like yeah. that's internal, right? So we just mm-hmm. do it our way. We yeah. can't control things outside of ourselves. So as right. far as we're concerned, obviously we're co-ed, right? And the yeah. rest of the world can do whatever they want to do. Right on. That is perfect. Yeah. And again, uh, TacomaHounds.com, you can get information. Once the schedules go up, you'll find all of that there. If people have specific questions, they can just hit you up on like Facebook. Or is, is there an email or is it just contact information on the site? A uh, good there's way a, to kind of go about that. They can contact us on the website, I believe. Yeah, there's a contact yeah. form yeah. on the website. Perfect. Seriously, guys, thank you so much for spending yeah, some for time with us. us. Yeah. We're going to have to get you on. We're going to have to go check out a game. Like, I'm yeah, really yeah, excited for, sure. for all of this. And like, seriously, thanks for going to just the, the street fair so we could like, see it. it was yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Total happenstance. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. We would have never found you guys if you guys hadn't went there. Like yeah. I would, I would have never looked this up online. I, yeah. and it's not even in my wheelhouse, right? Yeah, I didn't sure. even know about this. So the fact that you were there and putting yourselves out there, we were able to see all this. And it's like I think that's one of those things that we've been wanting to do with the Grit City Podcast. We want to see all the stuff that people are doing in Tacoma. And a good way to do that, if people don't know that we don't know about these things, send us an email. Like, info at gritcitypodcast.com will get us all of that information. Uh, let us know, like, if it's, like, if it's athletics, if it's arts, if it's yeah, maybe a little less on the hip hop groups. Whatever, man. I, lo- I love the rap groups. Okay. Dude, we have so many rappers that hit us up. Rappers yeah, yeah, yeah. hustle. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they got hustle like nobody else. Yeah. So, yeah. so they got all the hustle on that. Um, but we would love to see anything that's happening in the Tacoma area. It's just like one of those fun things. So, yep. seriously, thank you guys so much. If people want more information, like I said, TacomaHounds.com. And all the links are up on this page uh, as well. And all of our social media, so you can link to it as well. Uh, if you guys want to help us out financially, Get on patreon.com slash grit city podcast that will give you uh, for four bucks a month. It'll give you the access to the live stream that Jeff is doing because Jeff is awesome. Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> and then also access to all of the old episodes back yeah. when it was just Brogan and Scott doing it gorilla style. Yeah, we have about 120 somewhere or around there. Yeah. yeah. And if you go up uh, a little bit more, you'll be able to get some of the sweet Shroom Brothers design T-shirts and hoodies, stickers and stickers from diecutstickers.com. And then uh, the big one, the business one, if you are a business and you want to uh, help us out, we'll give you a shout out specifically on the episodes. And that's the upper tier on that. You can find all that at patreon.com slash grid city podcast. That's the cheapest way to get an ad from us. Absolutely. Like if you want a cheap ad, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to give a shout out right now to the union club who uh, have been kind enough to let us record. And you guys got to check out the event hall down here. Nice big empty uh, space that awesome. does a lot of ton, uh, ton of fun stuff on it. And right next to the McMinniman. So, I mean, if you guys want to go drink after there, right there, or there, or the... Uh, what? Was what? We're drinking afterwards? Yeah. Yes. Well, we're drinking during as well, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, again, you guys, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you guys from the Tacoma Hounds to be able to do this and make this happening. The Tacoma Gaelic Athletic Co-op. And until next time... Uh I don't know. Drink more beer? Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm not I mean, clever yeah, enough for we should Stay gritty. Stay gritty! Oh, I think he just made it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.